0: yeah no the title of the show was not are you a scared of the dark <laughs> scared is you a dark it, baby
1: no are, it's a different, different one
0: is, are, you, are you afraid of the dark and the incantation was submitted for the approval of the midnight society I call this tale and then you threw the fucking like probably heavy metals uh, onto the fire
1: <laughs> yeah and then you, you all get high on, on Mercury fumes.
0: Exactly. And hallucinate yeah. a, a scary story <laughs> appropriate for Nickelodeon afternoon television for children. Right. No, no, it wasn't Nickelodeon afternoon television. Are you afraid of the dark was the last program that came on during SNCC. Oh which was, it was like the adult Saturday swim night. Nick. No, it came on yeah. it came on at eight thirty PM on Saturday night and it was the last thing. That happened on Nickelodeon before reruns started again. Yeah.
1: And you know Snick was, was for adults because they used to show like reruns of I Love Lucy
0: on there. And that's adults. No, no, adults no, no. no. That only. was way later. That was <laughs> that was way fucking later. No, no, because like back in the day <laughs> Snick was the uh uh you had you had the oh, like God. the cartoon block. It was like um Oh man, what what all what all played on that? I think Doug was on there. And oh no, no no uh fucking what was the sketch comedy show oh all that the one that all that all that was part of Snick, but then then the last part was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, which is great. I think
2: I Love Lucy would have been better adult content because you did have Fred Martz like wriggling around
1: in those tight pants. <laughs> right, right So right, right, right. I would, I'm
2: not familiar with this channel, but <laughs> yeah. that would be that would just be my advice to them if you want to bring in the adults. Oh, man,
1: did you guys see the clip? of Joe Biden. Speaking of things that make you feel old. Um this is Joe, well, just Biden. Joe Biden generally. Uh he he's visiting a school and they're like, "Here, Joe Biden, why don't you talk to this like black first grader?" And he's like, "Hey man, what's up? I'm I'm Joe. Do you know who I am?" Best. What's up, Jack? Yeah. Give me some skin. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, "Do you know you may not know who I am, but I bet you know who my friend is, my buddy, Barack <laughs> Obama. Oh no. And this kid's like, no, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no! And Joe Biden is just like, what? This cannot
0: This cannot oh, be. No. I mean that's that's part of the problem though, right? Like Joe assumes that everybody Everybody who's black, everybody who's, uh, like, a darker skin tone than, like, right. an Italian... Yeah. Um, I- including, like, you assumes know... That, assumes who that... kindergartners were Barack two. Obama is, like, you know, like, you know, they, they've got, like, a marble bust of him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I think he thinks they have, like, Obama on the brain all the time, like, kind of like how it was in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine yeah. when like random cell phone stores would be named like the Obama cell phone <laughs> shop. Um he thinks that's still how yeah, it is. no, it
0: kinda reminds me of those uh like those Catholic um what whatever the fucking candles are, like the ones with the shit printed on yeah. the outside of them. You know, it's like it's like like Saint Elizabeth Warren. The devotional devotional, candles, devotional candles, yeah. candles, you know? And, and they've got one for literally everything at this point. I, I think that there are ones that are like Saint Iron Man you know <laughs> yeah like you you can go to the church and like burn a like a saint Thor candle or whatever
1: yeah he's he's so dismayed because he's like, I thought that my uh, uh comedy mystery novel Hope never dies. Where me and Barack <laughs> oh my God. Uh, hop in the Trans Am and, and solve some mysteries. <laughs> oh, I was told no. it was a New York Times bestseller,
0: oh, but I yet forgot now. all about that shit. The fucking yeah, like all of the all of the like shit lib like fan fiction about like Barack and like creepy Uncle Joe like going on adventures together.
1: Yeah, that's why he yeah. thought he was gonna win.
0: <laughs> He's just yeah, it's a slow realization. Yeah, where did the, where did the Science go? We we could use the crassness <laughs> right now. Just to provide a little bit of like extra yeah. culture about all of this, you know. Yeah, you'd have a you'd have Amy Klobuchar as a, a superhero whose uh power is like she's just got like a million staplers in her utility belt yeah. that she throws at bad guys. Mm. Mm. That was when we lost
1: the 2020 election when they banned the Krassensteins. That's when I knew it was all over for the
0: Democrats. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree because uh, I, I actually I really because what we ended up with was the Atkin's brothers, who oh
1: are gosh, they just those like freaks. They just like eating uh, bacon for three meals a day. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> yeah, right. No, the Atkin's brothers are exactly as bad as the Krassensteins, but they didn't have. They they don't have any kind of the sense of showmanship that the that the had. They're just they're very serious and they're exactly as stupid. Uh, which means like every time they tweet, you know they're it, as as like hashtag resistance grifters or whatever. Like they're just way less entertaining. It's it's kind of too bad actually.
2: I w- They're uglier, they are uglier, oh, especially look, the look, the, the, the
0: Krasenstein brothers are fucking snacks. I mean, right. they absolutely are. You, you saw those pictures of them, like, playing with their kids in the pool oh, or yeah. whatever, like... Those absolutely. guys work out fucking, like, four hours a day, every single day, to look like they do. The Atkins brothers, all they do is hang out online. It's terrible.
2: I'm looking at the Dante Atkins guy... His Abby, he's like chinless, he's got a little patchy mustache, he's wearing a stupid paperboy cap, and he has spiders in his display name for no apparent reason. Dante yeah. Atkins so. is his display name, but with
1: spiders. What's with the spiders, fam? You know, I Googled Atkins Brothers, and the, the first result is uh, a tag team of uh, independent wrestlers. So uh, I thought you were talking about them, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But uh, no, these are completely different guys who seem way cooler. Yeah,
0: that, that would be way cooler.
1: <laughs> yeah, this other guy doesn't look like he's going to be doing any independent wrestling. They're all,
2: all, every other Atkins is cooler. Like the guy from the Atkins diet. Like <laughs> yeah, I would rather have him on yeah, yeah. Twitter. That and guy, his political opinions, whatever they yeah. may have been. that P. guy
1: totally. Uh, he took out Jordan Peterson for us. So mad props mm. to that. To the, to the Atkins yeah.
2: diet. <laughs> Holy shit, you're
1: right. <laughs> no, I think it was. I think it was a different diet, but it was. It was related. <laughs>
2: It was re- yeah, it was related. Yeah. The Atkins diet—you don't have to do all meat, but I guess you <laughs> yeah. can if you want to. If you want to go down the Jordan
1: route. Oh my yeah. god! Do that's, you think that his so his daughter set him up, or is he just so stupid that? Well, he that's did the this to fucking himself? theory,
0: right? Is that uh, what's her name, Michaela, Michaela Peterson, has been trying to get herself in on the like the big grifting circuit for so long. That she may have sabotaged her own dad, and like convinced him that, like, no, dad, like, you need to go to Russia and get brain damage so that I can take over the, the fucking empire. She
1: pulled a Casey Kasem, but this dude's not even like a hundred years old, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, it's wild.
1: But yeah, poor poor went out for uh for JP man. Um, I will
0: not pour. I will not because I will
1: not
2: either. I,
0: if one. I had
1: something to pour out, I would simply
2: drink it myself. And Leo <laughs> right. of pouring it out
0: for JP. Yeah, because because Jordan Peterson was bad enough on his own. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feel terribly sorry for him that he fell for a similar grift as to what he was pushing. You know. He fell for it.
2: Well, he set himself up as that like, how to... I forget what it was called. He set himself up as a how-to-live-your-life kind of
1: guy. Well, so, fuck, oh, man. Like... Clean your room. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, this is, this is part of my life, right? Like, I run the Men's Lib uh, subreddit, right? And so we're trying to, like, mm-hmm. make young men not be pieces of shit. And Jordan Peterson siphons off a lot of people because he was was kind of offering this like you know you got like 12 steps to success or whatever but like step six was make sure that you have a trad wife you know um and so like he has done enough harm to this to to this entire uh like social ecosphere um, that I don't feel bad for him. I I, I simply no, do not feel neither. bad for him. And in fact it's uh it's kind of fitting that a guy who uh decided to disbelieve all of like Western uh philosophy medicine uh, knowledge generally, uh decided to go to Russia and get gigantic brain damage. Like, no, that was that was pretty much where that should have ended up.
1: Just can't trust him. Yeah. Do you feel bad for um, curly guns for getting a diaper thrown at her or whatever?
0: <laughs> oh, God. That was another big no. controversy.
1: <laughs> oh, so funny.
0: Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about your perspective on this, too, right? Because uh, there was a, a big thread about... Um, so we're talking about Caitlyn Bennett, right? The uh, the former Turning Point USA person who literally was in charge of the what the Ohio State or the state what's the fucking it Ohio State
2: or Kent State it was yeah Kent, yeah
0: Kent like State that. Kent State yeah that's right Kent State gun girl um, yeah uh, who like was in charge of the whole. Everybody dresses up like a baby and wears diapers and stuff, uh, and then resigned in disgrace. And now she's become this grifter. About like I'm going to take my fucking uh, AK-47 to my graduation and stuff. Um, so she shows up somewhere as as a as a speaker, and a whole bunch of people show up to counter protest her. And I think like, only
1: yeah. people showed up showed up to counter protest. Those, those are the only
0: people who showed up. Okay, that's fine. My point is my my question then is is counter protesting Caitlyn Bennett actually counterproductive when what we could be doing is just ignoring her uh, it's counter protesting counter protesting protesting her is sort of part of her grift right like it gives her content even if it
1: is all just her getting right, right. Okay, she's getting bu- booked on fox now being like a leftist mob tried to murder me and they're lucky i didn't shoot them with my ak right
0: <laughs> yeah so was so was that helpful yeah I mean, was it helpful for people to to protest her?
1: I mean, I think, you know, in a in a perfect society, you wouldn't have to, and you could just be like, "Oh, that's just the crazy person." You need to ignore them, but yeah. in the current state of the world, where you know, this this person is being retweeted by the president. And shit like that. Uh, yeah. They're going on Fox News and, and those type of things. Like, I think there is some value in you know demonstrating that, like, hey, you know what? Like this person says that they're the voice of the true America, but actually they're not, and everybody despises them um, to the degree that they will literally, you know, like go out and counter protest. Like that's a meaningful act right. to show that. But well, it does kind of play into her It takes, It takes
2: some, like... It, it takes some, like, coordination and cooperation to ensure that, like, everyone who might be inclined to counter-protest someone instead just stays home and makes their event, like, a nothing. Um, So it's kind of hard to do. Like, if, if it's not... Like, if ignoring the person isn't happening organically. They do have somewhat of a following like to try to get it. So that like every leftist is like, Oh, I'm not going to give the oxygen of giving them attention. It's kind of hard to do. And then you can't really be certain that they won't like get their own audience. Um, so maybe sometimes it's better to just be like, yeah, I don't know. We're going to. I mean, I, I, I guess. Them. I guess
0: my my perspective on it is, if you're going to counter protest, then it needs to have some sort of substantive outcome. So right. you know, so theoretically, non-actionable in a video game, just as a joke, as a parody, would it not be better for somebody to bash her over the head with a brick? And just make Mm. sure that she never marched again. Mm. Well. I mean, if if you're going to fucking counter-protest her, like, counter-protest... Like, everybody knows at this point, at least every good leftist should know that peaceful protesting accomplishes nothing, right? The people in power don't fucking care about a bunch of people marching in the streets. So... Without without a without a material outcome of the thing, again, mm-hmm. in a video game, bashing Caitlin as Bennett over the, as a parody, smacking her in the head with a tire iron and making sure that she had, again, as a parody in a video game, brain damage, and she could never march oh. again, would that not be like, a more effective thing? And if we can agree to that, then is peaceful, like, marching and protesting and holding up signs or whatever. Like, not kind of... It, it's just kind of jerking off at that point.
2: Right. Well, Caitlin, in particular, seems pretty immune to just being, like, life-endingly humiliated. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, she's, she's got that like, fucking... We're uh, owning she, her so hard. Like, she's now known as the girl who shit herself. Like, she just right. is humiliated everywhere she goes. But I guess she just is so committed to that grip. Because did y'all see that video where she like went around talking to people and being like, "So, what do you think about the idea of having tampons and pads in the men's room?"
0: <laughs> and, and everyone, everyone, like, everyone okay. she talked to was just Sounds like, great. "I don't know, yeah, fine. It seems I, okay I to care. me."
2: <laughs> yeah, just they're all just yeah. like, "I don't, I don't care." It doesn't you know, it's affect college me. Campus. Yeah, how. Yeah, it doesn't really affect me. It seems fine. How about you just put him and in the hallway, she was like, man?
1: Oh. <laughs> seems more convenient.
2: Right. Yeah. Put him wherever. And then she had another. Maybe she started with like urinals in the ladies' room, and then like that got no reaction. So she tried to like, like somehow escalate it by saying, "What about pads in the in the men's room?" And they still didn't care. Um, But she just looked like a fucking idiot in every single one of those conversations. But she still somehow put it out as if it proved her point.
0: Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, like, Caitlin may be, like, the... She's probably the worst person uh, that I could use to, like, do that. That sort of, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, in a video game, this is just a parody, whatever. Because I I, I kind of agree with you, Emily, that uh, she... She is so inept that I don't think that she's causing a whole lot of harm on right. her own. Oh, she's but more dangerous
1: she, as a as a martyr than as a functioning uh, Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> agitator. Exactly right,
0: Brandy. Yeah. But there are other agitators who are much more dangerous than yeah. than she is, you know. And at that point it's like, does it make sense to uh quote unquote Peacefully protest these people, rather than right. like fucking like do something. You know, right? Well, and like you know, this, like uh, like yeah. Vladimir Lenin said, "What is the move?" I right. think that's I think that's a direct quote, actually. Right?
1: Oh, he said that. And you see, no, um, he did not. I mean, <laughs> he did not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep body, body moving, body moving.
1: Keep that body moving. he said. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and there was. A- I mean,
2: I think ideally, what you want I mean, you want to do whatever you can to kind of drive that person underground, so they're like, "Well, it's not really worth it to do this in public." Um, well, it worked with Richard Spencer, it seems like for Richard Spencer, yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, but he got it punched, completely and then he was like, "I'm him.
2: scared to go out in
0: public." Every time he came out in public, somebody was fucking throwing a drink on him, socking him in the face, or whatever, and like he absolutely. He turtled, right? And that's yeah. good. That's that is that is yeah. an absolute public good that that guy is no longer a public figure because he's afraid to fucking stick his neck out.
1: Yeah, it is kind of funny. I, I do remember the Nazi punching, uh, you know, debates uh, of of your. Um, oh, good. But it was hilarious to, uh, you know, see like old people being like. Of course, it's not okay to punt a Nazi, but it's definitely okay <laughs> to murder them in wars. Like,
0: <laughs> right, yeah, totally. it's it's different. It's different. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, it was wild. Kids. Like, seen a bunch of seen a bunch of actual boomers who like who their parents literally were like shooting Nazis on the beaches of Normandy or whatever. Going like, I'm not I'm not sure that it's okay to like be violent against Nazis. Right. <laughs> Right,
1: yeah, you know it's like that—that uh, that whole thing where you have to wait till after they do the atrocities, uh, and then, well, oh fuck! What
2: you do is you trick them into going to the beaches of Normandy. You tell them you want to go on vacation to the beach. You make, okay, you make friends with them. You say, "Hey, let's go on a friend vacation together to the beaches of Normandy." Because it's okay to do once you're there.
1: Oh, Mitsumaru too. midwinter but yeah that's crazy and there was that dude uh, that shooting in Germany or whatever too that crazy far right dude like shot up like a middle eastern hookah bar or whatever fucking ridiculous when was that? yesterday
0: oh fuck yeah I didn't even see that
1: so yeah it, it it is scary out there for sure I worry for Bernie. Do you think do you think when Bernie gets assassinated by Nazis that they'll be like, he did that to himself for attention? Do you think that'll be the, the play?
0: I mean that—that's what—that's what, well, that's you know, what Jennifer
1: Rubin sad, is going to say. But yeah. he
2: did let his bros get away with so much right. harassment that I can't really feel. Yeah, bad
0: exactly. Trump uh, will be like I mean, Hillary
1: Clinton probably did it because she was mad at him.
0: No, no, but it's like there's an entire uh, like media set who will do it. Uh, Jonathan Chait will write that article. Jennifer Rubin will write that article. Probably Barry <laughs> Weiss will write that article. Um, that like really he kind of brought it on himself. Right, because he, he was, will go on the list so... with that
2: kid who got eaten by an alligator as someone we don't feel bad for because <laughs> right. white males are so toxic.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that a lot on uh, on the Men's Lib subreddit. Also, um, the uh, this this idea about like Bernie Bros. It, 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 this didn't come up on Men's Lib. It came up on this other shitty subreddit called left-wing male advocates um where they are (laughs) not left-wing at all um but they wanted to talk about like the the whole idea of bernie bros is that's feminists using you know weaponizing identity politics to make you know to further demonize like white male leftists uh and how do you even fucking counter that how do do you right yeah how how do you even argue against that because like no it's it's not feminist doing it it's like you you brand yourself as being left wing so you should be doing the first thing you should be doing is a class analysis not not an identity politics analysis um and Mm -hmm. and and that's not to say that like Identity politics does not have a role in leftism because it absolutely does. And that's, right. that's part of the problem with, uh, like the class reductionists, um, I don't yeah. know, like, it's good that Amy Therese isn't on Twitter anymore because she was <laughs> terrible on this sort of thing. Uh, but, like, no, it, it it doesn't come down to a, a fucking id poll analysis. Like, look at who's making these fucking criticisms. It's super rich people. Like, bef- yeah. before it's women, it's rich people <laughs> who are mad about Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders supporters, you know? The, there's there's a class analysis that you need to do before you start to look at, you know, what are are, are they weaponizing feminism against? Like, is this misandry? Like, right? It's, it's fine. I right. mean, the people
2: doing this are like the fakest feminists in the world who are like listen to women, but then are also like Nina Turner needs to sit down, <laughs> shut up, and take a right. seat before she dares say a word Absolutely about Nancy right. Pelosi. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's that same old joke about like, you know, we need we need more like female drone pilots. Equality. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Earlier yeah. today at Donald Trump's rally, he went on a rant about the Academy Awards. <clears throat> How bad were the Academy Awards this oh, year? I didn't Did you watch see? That. The winner is,
2: oh, a movie from South Korea?
1: What the hell was that about? (laughs) We've got enough problems with South Korea, and on top of that, they give them the best movie of the year? Wait, do we? I'm sorry. Problems? As a
2: country, do we have problems with South Korea?
1: (laughs) They won't. What problems? They won't fix the North Korea situation. He told them to do it, and they're not doing it.
2: (laughs) Well, it's
0: cuz cause, it's cuz cause, uh, it's cuz Americans
2: He's got them mixed up. He thinks South Korea and North Korea are he, the same place. He absolutely like, does. No, it's cuz it's cuz Americans North Korea, they don't have It's cuz Americans be eyes are like movies. this. They got to grow more food. It's cuz They got to get their citizens fed before they start making movies. It's,
0: it's cuz Americans eyes are like this and South Koreans eyes are like that. <laughs>
2: Boom. That we like different movies. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, I'm seeing the different
1: and idol. then showing his you know intense uh, pop culture knowledge he said how about Gone with the Wind
0: <laughs> oh, no what didn't Gone with the Wind win Best, best Picture
1: yeah back, back when movies was good <laughs> good pull for Gone with the Wind you know he's like you don't see slaves anymore you don't see happy slaves a lot in movies you know I miss that that whole fucking movie
0: is about the problem with the fucking like antebellum South, though uh,
1: I'm sure that was Trump's did read get, for like, sure did a
2: big applause for that like were people just psyched well, it, for him to shout out gone with the wind it was in
1: Colorado so I don't know that the rally he should have he should have oh. saved that life. he didn't know where he was at the time oh which is unfortunate um, oh yeah
0: <laughs> yeah if it was in, that's phenomenal you know, I missed that if one. it
1: was in Mississippi that would have killed <laughs> yeah. Hilarious, but the funniest part is like, do you think that he uh, he watched Parasite? Maybe he will now that he badmouthed it. No, nah, probably not. I could I just imagine he, him I, seeing it, though. I, no, come on, he the guy does
0: not watch movies.
1: <laughs> well, and in fact, the the director yeah. was like, I understand that he why he didn't like it. It's because he <laughs> cannot read. <laughs>
2: Because
0: it's, it's it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not that Donald Trump has a problem with uh, like subs over dubs. It's that he literally is illiterate.
2: Well, each individual subtitle was too long for him. Like even though <laughs> right. each one is just like a single sentence that can fit on the screen, <laughs> still like he doesn't have the attention span for yeah. it.
1: Do you think we could somehow get trick Trump into getting super into Dragon Ball Z? I bet he would love it.
0: I can see it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Somebody start tweeting at Baron the best DBZ clips. <laughs>
0: Look, if anyone if was was going to have accomplished this already, it would have been Baron Trump.
1: <laughs> yeah. So sadly they just don't spend enough time together for it to for it to break through.
0: I feel bad for Baron. Oh, I I actually do kind of feel bad for the kid. And he's kind of he's kind of clearly uh, like a like a shut in of a like a billionaire, most powerful man in the world, who obviously is not cared for by anybody.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> in that in that circle,
1: he uh, Baron Trump plays soccer for the. Uh, DC professional soccer leagues uh, under twelve squad for DC United.
0: I mean, he's not.
1: He's not under twelve, is he? How old uh, is that kid? I thought he was like fifteen. He is thirteen now.
0: Oh, okay. So, okay. so
1: last year. I don't know if he's still in. I don't know if he's still in the game. Maybe he's he's doing pro Fortnite now.
0: Well, he's been doing that anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, I look forward to like the 2032 Baron Trump versus AOC election which uh, is decided via Fortnite 3. That's going to be yeah, a good. Yeah,
0: right. Whatever. <laughs> it's it's going to be a fucking uh like a show election between Baron Trump and Ivanka Trump. That's I mean that that like was, that. that was a thing. Yeah, that was a cool. thing that somebody uh, mentioned just recently that like <laughs> probably the first female president we're ever going to have is going to be a Republican and it's probably going to be either Ivanka Trump or Nikki Haley so and then feminism will Feminists. win yeah yep exactly
2: well, I think the Liberals want it to be Malia Obama. Um, and of course we either want it to be AOC or want the office of the presidency to be right. abolished.
1: I'd like oh, yeah, it to like be the- uh Alexa. She's very helpful. Um oh. I think uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> She'd be a great president. Oh shit. So we're so we're gonna go into uh what was that book, Brendan? Uh This perfect day? Oh hell yeah, that book is the best. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, you know, I, I think we had humans, they, we had a run, like, I'm ready for the robot, the, the, the lady robot president. It
0: would be better than having a fucking, uh, like, hollow feminist victory in Nikki Haley <laughs> being the president. Yeah, that's the polling that they need to do. Like, if the presidency
1: was held today, would you vote for Siri on your phone or Ivanka? Uh, <laughs> right. The head-to-head yeah. matchup. We've all been waiting for it. <laughs> Neither of them is a good listener. Uh... <laughs> there was that, uh, there was a DC comic, uh, in the seventies where. Uh, was
0: it Dan it,
1: it was called Prez. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> about the teenage president of the United States.
0: I think it met a DC stand-up comedian.
1: Uh, and uh, yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a fake uh, it was a fake comic book character made up uh, in an alternate history where uh, in the wake of the Vietnam protests, they changed the voting age to sixteen, and then they like elected a nineteen-year-old president. Who was like an anti-Vietnam War hippie, uh, and he turned God, if only he turned the life around. Um, But they rebooted it a while back uh, in a uh, in a sci-fi dystopia where you win the presidency by getting the most Twitter retweets, um, and a girl won because she was like working at a futuristic Hardee's and like got her hair stuck in the fryer. Um, and uh, she got the most retweets, and so she became yeah, sure. so,
0: uh, the president. You know, uh, electing people wouldn't based be, on like how how good they are on Instagram or whatever.
1: Wouldn't it
2: be TikTok if we're trying to elect a teenager? Is that what the right, teenagers right, right, yeah.
0: use? Yeah. No, you're right.
1: Yeah, no, I'm all for it. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok, yeah. the vote, everybody. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> TikTok, the vote. I mean, I would trust a lot more of the. The TikTok teens, then it would, I mean, certainly over, like, Pete Buttigieg.
1: God, what was that? There was, like, some some poll recently that was, like, um, ew, God, it was really dire. Oh, it was that person who, uh, God, I can't remember who it was, but they had a poll that was, like, 50,000 people responded to this poll. And it was, like, as a leftist, who would you rather elect... President like Michael Bloomberg or like a random cop or God I what were the other ones It was Good. so it was so great. Um, it was really it was really fun stuff.
0: Well, yeah. So I uh, I mean to, not to make our our bonus episode you know substantive, uh, <laughs> but there there has been a, a great deal of. Uh, chatter conversation about people saying i would rather not vote for president than cast a vote if it came down to donald trump or michael bloomberg and so and and so i'm curious i i've got my own perspective on that but i'm curious about what uh you brendan and you emily feel about that.
1: Well, first let here, let me finish this out. So it was respectable lawyer and the choices were Mike Bloomberg, Mitt Romney, <coughs> Elon Musk or a randomly selected cop.
0: Oh god. Um
1: and Musk and randomly selected cop were neck and neck and Bloomberg was Whoa. way down, way down. Right. There. Yeah. Uh But yeah, I don't know. I think I I you know, I voted for Hillary. I you know it she wasn't my preferred candidate but i, I had no problem
0: I for her and she wasn't my preferred yeah, candidate no
1: problem voting for hillary it's going to be a lot harder to try to vote for bloomberg i don't know if i i don't know if i could do it
0: i mean not to not to like peggy down but i mean could you see yourself being somebody who would leave that spot blank if if it came down to Bloomberg versus Trump,
1: oh for sure, just just vote in the other races or whatever. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's definitely possible. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, if uh, you know if Bloomberg runs an extremely uh, uh, pandering campaign, you know, if he panders hard enough, he might <laughs> he might be able to get me to vote for him. <laughs>
0: What about you, Emily? I mean, if, if Bernie your,
1: endorses him, I will vote for him.
0: I, I kind of, I kind of have a sense. I think already, just from your Twitter, that you're, you're a person who would refuse to vote for Bloomberg. Am I? Am I? I reading will do that it. Wrong? And
2: look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna vote if it were to happen that Bernie were to win the most votes and or the most delegates. And they do shady behind-the-scenes processes yeah. and give the nomination to someone else. I'm not voting for any of these motherfuckers. Yeah. And I think, um, number one, we should, like, hold out. We should use the leverage we have and hold out that prospect that, like, a big chunk of people aren't going to vote for someone unless we get what we want. Even though, I mean, they're not, the DNC is not reading our tweets necessarily but you know don't like capitulate before the primary is even open before we've even had a chance to vote right like certainly don't capitulate and say oh i'll just do whatever they want no matter you know no matter what they do to yeah us. which
0: is such a fucking democrat thing to do right it's like yeah they like start to negotiate your own position away before right. the fucking decision even gets made um, which is which is kind of what sunk uh, Elizabeth Warren, I think, which is like, yeah. I foresee a big fight coming up. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. I'm just going to like capitulate now because that'll make yeah. people like me.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm being criticized. People maybe aren't going to like what I'm saying. So I'll just go back on it. And I mean, I think one of the other big things is we are being told by climate scientists we have a short window of time to take very aggressive action to do something about climate. Um, Bernie Sanders is proposing a Green New Deal that is, you know, pretty in line with what they're saying we have to do. It's at least, you know, it's at least a serious response to the scope of the problem. Um, And, like, the next closest climate plan, which I think is Warren's, is, like, a fifth as big. Um, So I think we've kind of run out of time to be playing this game of saying, like, oh, just getting part of what we want is better than nothing. I think we do have to say, well, we're going to hold out for something that actually addresses this existential threat to life on the Earth.
1: The thing that blows my mind is, like, even as... Even as just an idea, like Harry Reid is going out there and saying, like Medicare for all, you'll never get it passed. So, like, why even try? You know, like why is why waste your time talking (laughs) about things that you'd like to do? Brooklyn (sighs)
0: accent there.
1: I'm Harry. I'm Harry Reid, and that's how I talk. Hey, I'm Harry Reid. I'm, ha- I'm
2: Harry Reid. You did see that? listen to this, he was, y'all. He was
1: dressed like a Dick Tracy character when they when they wheeled him <laughs> well, out. I'm there. Harry Reid. Uh, I just imagine. Don't
2: hear where I come from. We gotta say
1: But yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he's out there saying like, yeah, why, why talk about Medicare for all? Because you're never gonna pass it through a Republican-held Senate or whatever. And it's like, well, what? That's not the fucking point of talking about it. The point of of talking about what you want and what would be good and what would be the right thing to do and all that is not to see what can pass the fucking Republican held Mitch McConnell Senate. Like if that's the basis of your platform and anything that you talk about, then no shit. (laughs) No one is getting excited about that platform. That platform is a pre-compromised platform that gets you nothing. Even if Bernie Sanders if the whole Medicare for all thing is like a fake gambit, and he's like, "Oh, I know Medicare for all never pass," so I don't give a shit. But this is just a negotiating tactic for me to trick him yeah, into accepting a public cool option guy. or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, and, and even Brendan, if that yeah. was true, it would be better than Harry Reid's idea.
0: And, and sorry, Emily Brennan, I I wonder what you think about this too. Um, I, I I've seen a lot of similar arguments from the Democrats. Uh, on like a lot of these like what what they call like pie in the sky or whatever moonshot sort of uh, sort of policies but has everybody forgotten what happened with the tea party like the tea party right. the tea party decided that we're going to go for all of these moonshot pie in the sky and very importantly incredibly easy to understand and memeable sort of policy mm-hmm. uh, perspectives you know so even though they lost consistently year after year after year they ended up winning because they had these like really easy to understand easily digestible like to to their base i guess good ideas you know and they ended up fucking putting Donald Trump in office, and now they've taken over like the entire right. fucking and they judiciary, stuck with it popular or not.
1: Right, and it, you see Harry Reid out there saying like, you know, I don't understand why, uh, you know, the kids aren't getting excited to campaign for us for our for our pre compromised ideas that are not, right. Like, what are you doing? Like, I just don't understand at all so how anyone can... Also
2: can't pass because <laughs> right. Republicans will never pass anything that think <laughs> right. the Democrats yeah. want. Even
0: their, even their so centrist that's bullshit your big concern, like watered down shit can't pass.
1: Yeah, it makes right. no sense. So, yeah, it's like it's nothing so frustrating to watch well, it happen.
0: And if nothing well, can pass, the who are then making all these you can points... do... Then all you can do tactically is to have the best policy and like get people riled yeah. up. You might be able to fucking take the Senate in 2022 or whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. It seems like, uh, yeah. yeah, it might be, it might be a strategy that works. I don't know. It sounds crazy, but if you can get out there, if you can talk about actual exciting policy ideas, whether or not don't worry about, if they can pass through Mitch McConnell's Senate, uh, right, and and get people excited, you know, you well, might be able to well, build and again, a I mean,
0: in in a video game, somebody should go bop Mitch McConnell on the head with a big, yeah. Uh, yeah. like Donkey Kong sized mallet.
1: Oh, I think that's uh, Amy yes. McGrath's yes. campaign,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, the the pro Trump Democrat. She's the
1: Harley <laughs> Quinn of Kentucky.
0: They call her. <laughs>
1: She's got a drone strike Yeah, Mitch no, McConnell's that's campaign. certainly.
2: But you know what has never actually been tried, or at least not in living memory, is for a like left wing Democrat, whatever, to get elected on a bunch of progressive policies, try to pass them, the Republicans won't pass them, and then you just get out in front of the American people every day and say, like, hey, we had a big mandate to pass all this stuff that will, like, dramatically improve your life immediately as soon as it passes. Yeah. Um, the popular will is behind it. Look at how the Republicans are voting against it. Um, isn't that really fucked up? Uh, vote these assholes out and let us pass it. And, like, Obama didn't do that, you know? Instead, they say, like, oh, well, we couldn't do it. um, they try to like make these weird compromises right. and talk about how they they're called be us a socialist more more
1: bipartisan. The whole time, and that turned everybody right, on. right? Yeah, yeah. They they literally and it's like uh, just at least fucking
2: try. And they're like, oh, they're like, oh, Bernie is not going to pass anything, and his supporters are going to get so disillusioned. Well, Bernie can get out there and say, look, we expected this. Like, this is what the American people have said they want they're stopping us from getting it because they're assholes. Um, What are y'all going to do about it? And I don't think people will turn against Bernie
0: if he laid it out like that. You know, and and the problem is, any of that sort of, like, truly populist, truly, like, working class sort of policy (laughs) is being opposed just by the Republicans. It's not just Mitch McConnell. It's also the fucking DNC, right? So you're fighting... Mm -hmm not just the other side you're fighting your own side uh to 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 a great extent you know if you decided to i mean it it wasn't a fucking republican who sank the public option in the aca right right right. it was it was a guy who caucused it was joe lieberman who caucused with the the democrats who decided like no we don't need a, a public option and he was the deciding vote on that shit Right, yeah, he wasn't yeah. a fucking Republican. He he was more or less aligned with uh, p- p- people think about all of this politics as being like a team sport thing. You know, it's it's the fucking like yeah. the Chiefs versus the 49ers or whatever, but that's that's not exactly right. Like if the Chiefs and the 49ers both agreed that all of them needed to gain something like hundred points over a Super Bowl, uh, a game, and then you were like, okay, but what? What if you uh, like, put this other person in play? And it's like, well, that's not going to help us get to that goal. They're not interested in. They're not interested yeah. in fucking winning. They're interested in maintaining the fucking status quo.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and like I, I think the Bernie presidency could it. also <laughs> shed light on the intransigence of the Democrats. It's also true I think that the typical Democrat lawmaker is a little um, more pliable in terms of being open to influence. Like a lot of these guys think like well, are going to think well, if I'm going to get voted out and lose my job over this then yes, I'll go ahead and vote for the left wing thing. Right. Like some of them are winnable, not because they believe any of it in their hearts, but if that's what it takes to keep their job, we can get. Well, it.
1: and I think it's funny. So one of the uh, senators who voted for Obamacare was Nebraska's Ben Nelson, and he got a, caught up in a scandal called the Cornhusker Kickback because he was trying to <laughs> sell his vote for a bunch of kickbacks, and then. When P, you know, when he was saying like, "Give me this money," or "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna vote for Obamacare," people were like, "This is bullshit." And then like told people that he was doing that, and then everybody got so mad at him that he ended up being like, "Oh, never mind. I'm just gonna vote for it anyway." And then he immediately got voted out because he sucked so bad. And so it's (laughs) like, it's just the worst of both worlds, right? Because if he went out there and just said, "I never even
0: thought Ben Ben Nelson was that interesting as a like a person." (laughs) <laughs> no no not I, at all i i always thought he was just kind of a he was kind of like a milk toast uh like nebraska style pete Buttigieg guy like right. go along go along to get along sort of guy
1: right well he was you know if he was bad from back in the old days where he was like look you want me to take a tough vote uh you know give me give me some kickbacks or whatever uh And it was right around the time where people were like, you know what? We're not cool with that shit anymore. Um, And uh, he got thrown out on his ass where it's like if he just would have done the right thing in the first place and said like, hey, you know, I know that people are riled up about this vote, but I'm voting for it because I think it's actually going to help people in Nebraska get health insurance and save their fucking lives. And so I'm voting for it. Maybe he wouldn't have lost his election or lost it so bad right. or lost yeah. it in an embarrassing reversal wow, defeat yeah. for being an idiot and instead could have lost it with his head held high, saying like, I lost it doing the right thing, instead of like, well, I lost it because I tried to do a bribe and it didn't work. Right. <laughs> so yeah, there's really no benefit to doing it.
0: That's amazing. We we uh Ben Nelson, come on liquid flannel. We have we have questions. <laughs> I don't think he's in I don't think he's into that. No, probably not. Well, I mean he's just he's retired now. That's I mean, right. What what else does he have to do?
1: Yeah, he's gonna get on stage at the uh, Nebraska caucus
0: and be like, This Bernie Sanders is some bullshit. I, I'm sure he's absolutely <laughs> gonna do that. I mean that's that's exactly what fucking uh Harry Reid is doing right now. Yeah, like, exactly. In, in, you know, it's the dream of the Democrats, I, you know. I, I I don't even have any power anymore, but I do have power in the sense of saying that you know we need to go with whatever the super delegates want instead of what the popular vote obviously is and here's the thing here's <coughs> this is this is the thing that we didn't bring up on the show so uh, and I'm curious about what both uh, Emily's and Brendan's perspectives are on this you have an overriding, narrative going on, uh, especially in the mainstream media, that because they, Nate Silver is the worst about that. You've got, Bernie Sanders has like 25% of the vote. But if you combine all of the other votes for the centrist candidates, like, centrism wins. Right? And my my concern about that is that none of that none of that support is going to drive like voter turnout we're going to end up with a very similar situation that we had in 2016 where like the guy who's promising pie in the sky stuff is going to be Whoever is the consensus candidate who's going to offer like very wonky explanations for things, you know, like if if
1: centrism wins, like, you know, Hillary Clinton would have beat Marco Rubio in the 2016 election. Right. If if centrism was viable. And
0: fucking Marco Rubio himself is a centrist, right? I mean, he's, he's like a Republican centrist. But he's like a way safer centrist than, you know. In uh, I, I guarantee in 2024 we're gonna be looking at like a Nikki Haley, like a joint Nikki Haley, uh mm-hmm. Dan Crenshaw like joint ticket in the primaries. You know, and and they are not centrist in any way. Like Nikki yeah. Haley wants to fucking abolish the UN. Dan Crenshaw wants to make sure that everybody. Is able to own like a fucking Mortar
1: Yeah I don't know I feel like you know with people Like Nikki Haley I don't even know What she would actually do if she was running Her own campaign because you know Right now she's just towing the Trump Line but you know So's fucking Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio and You know it seemed like scant Years ago uh, they were Not all about that Trump life so, you know, who knows?
0: Um, oh, Ted Cruz doesn't fucking believe in anything. Ted Cruz believes in continuing to be in office.
1: Yeah,
2: right. Ted Cruz wanted to be president real bad.
1: Right. Well, but that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Once Trump is, you know, once Trump dies on the toilet or whatever in his third term, um, and uh, we're, you know, after uh, several months of of deep mourning, um, you know, when – Ted Cruz unveils his new, you know, campaign strategy. You know, what is it? Is it Trumpism? Is it, is it religious conservatism? Is it some new
0: thing? Like, I just, I, I wonder what the pivot is going to be. It's going to be all of the stuff. It's going to be all of the things that like activate the voter base, right? Yeah. I mean, part of the part of the problem with, but I don't think they know
1: what that is anymore.
0: Part of the problem with, like, electoral math is that everybody assumed that the boomers were going to die, um, but <laughs> medicine has gotten better, so That's now the they live to, like, 110 instead of dying when God they're damn. fucking, like, 70. You know what? You're right. Medicare for all sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm all in on
2: A.B. clombachar now. We should do the the Bloomberg thing of just refusing medical care to people above a certain age. Say, oh, you have cancer, and you're like, you know, there's people your age who have died like 10 years ago. (laughs) What makes you think you get to
1: keep living? That's how Bloomberg's going to win. He's going to be like, Logan's run, but only for (laughs) pores.
0: Right. (laughs) It's a winning strategy. Yeah, we can start the long walk. You guys read that, uh stephen king's short story oh yeah for sure i
1: think in trump's third third term he's gonna do the hunger games like
0: for real wait um
2: what is what is the long walk because i've read a lot of stephen king short stories Okay, so 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 the,
0: the long walk was the story about how there's like a reality tv show where they take 100 young men and they start walking they're in like um, prison or something. No, they're not you're in prison. Dying. They're they they're like walking down a fucking main highway or whatever. Oh, I guess maybe it's just maybe I don't know if it's some people. It's just like no, you, you sign up for the thing. though. Yeah, you just sign up because you're poor okay. or whatever. Yeah, and so you walk along this main highway and you have to walk four miles per hour, and if you dip below right. that, or you have to like stop and take a shit, which happens when you walk for thirty six hours or whatever. Um, you get a warning. And if you get three warnings, somebody shoots you in the head. And so then it's just like it's the long walk. Like everybody who can wow. continue to like walk along. And and then I think the prize is like you get to you get to get whatever you wish for that's like yeah, physically... it was kind. Of, he was kind of vague about it. He was just like, "You're set up for life"
1: or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You just get, okay. you become a celebrity right, or whatever, right, 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 and you right. just get everything you want. Yeah. Which is, it's funny because it's a great short story, but that would be the worst fucking reality show. <laughs> oh, it would be so, so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bleak reality. It's not D- fun.
0: Not depressing. a lot of wig snatch and go. Also, on. also just boring. It wouldn't be entertaining to watch, <laughs> right? Because most of it is just them walking. Slowly and, like, and looking, being like,
1: I'm. I don't feel good. Yeah, looking
0: worse and worse yeah, as they go along.
2: Not much of a visual element to that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a reality show like that that just kind of leads into boredom and suffering.
0: <laughs> all, all of them. That's that's the joke you're making, right? It's it's, <laughs> it's all of them.
2: Yeah, but usually there's like a, a like ladies with like. Perfectly coiffed hair and too much contour, like throwing drinks at each other. Yeah, but, they, the underlying, but, but like, they've TV all lost. The same,
0: they've but... all lost fucking twenty five pounds across the mm, course of the show. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's looking kind of like hollow in the face. Oh my
2: god! Well, I, I haven't seen the story. I need to read it. It sounds very scary. Yeah,
1: he should do a sequel where it's like the long walk to uh Everybody's Got the Talent. Long walk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody has to like do a little dance move like once per hour or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, love I it. mean, at this point, at this point, we're literally just describing the Hunger Games, though, because that's yeah. what the Hunger Games is. It's like, yeah, um, yeah like, you gotta fucking kill the- each other, but also the people who do the best are the ones who like wear the fanciest outfits.
2: How about this, the long walk to the new batch, and it's like <laughs> gremlins to the new batch, where they all have like a weird like gimmick to their personality, Yeah, like, there's yeah that's The electricity right. guy, vegetable one, guy. Yeah, one of them is
0: made out of electricity. <laughs> yeah, one, one, yeah. Of them, one of them turns into a woman, for like no real reason. Right. Yeah.
2: Yes, one of them turns into a woman, there's like a cool trans angle, one <laughs> of them has wings.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh here's here's one. Uh it's uh it's like the long walk, except uh you have to post a GoFundMe for medical care. Ooh. Oh god. <laughs> oh
2: yeah.
1: Oh wait
0: that's, but that's actually ultimate. what the fucking long walk is about, right? Because like, the some of the guys we're walking because like their big wish was like my mom has cancer, I just want her cancer oh, treatment paid for. <laughs> And it was like, no, you you were too slow. So yeah. you get shot in the head. You see, yeah. the real monster
1: real. was man. Was society.
0: <laughs> yep, the, uh, the Twilight Zone rule holds always. <laughs> it, it turns out it was man.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we better get out of here before this cat chews my headphones off. Yeah, I think that's it. That's That's an hour, everybody. Thanks for hanging out.
0: Dang. Yeah, thank you, Emily.
1: We we did it. The bonus episode. Thank you. This was yeah. awesome.
0: The the, pr- it, the proper episode will be out uh, in just in the next couple of days, and the bonus episode it will be a bonus episode. But boom! Well, thanks there guys. It is. Bye.
2: Bye.